Greetings and salutations, sports fans nationwide. You've entered the Sports Opinion Log here in Lex Anderson World. We are in 2022, actually March 16th, 2022. So this will be Season 2, Episode 1. And I have returned because evil never dies. Tom Brady has broken off his retirement a little more than a month, between four and six weeks. He makes the announcement, I'm back, like he's Michael Jordan. The egotistical egomaniac, the greatest cheater in NFL history, nationwide sports leader, media manipulation, upholds, exalts Tom Brady, the man in the arena, I am proud to say I have not and will never watch an episode of The Greatest Cheater in NFL history. And before you say to me, what do you mean? I got three things to say to you. DX style with the chop across my groin. Tuck rule, deflate gate, spy gate. Okay, but if you need the correct order... Tuck rule, spy gate, deflate gate. But Tom Brady has white privilege, so the media holds him high, and he's been allowed to do whatever he wants to do in route to becoming the winningest Super Bowl quarterback ever. But Tom Brady's also an egomaniac. I know he saw how fast the news cycle moved on and away from him. So, and of course this happened on Sunday, excuse me, this occurred on Sunday, March 13th. And you know what happened before that? Before that, last week, around March, between March 9th and 11th, Major League Baseball, they ended their lockout. But on social media, no one really cares because MLB, MLBPA, even their own players aren't as friendly with the social media. LeBron James alone has more Instagram followers than all of Major League Baseball star athletes combined. What does that say? But yet I digress. Let's get back to the reason why I... Lex Anderson, the people's sportscaster, have returned to the podcast world in small doses for big and breaking news. And it's Tom Brady. He brought me back because people have said to me, build it and they will come. But no one came. There's no views or there's no plays. But you know what? To quote the beautiful Aaliyah, God rest her soul, if at first you don't succeed, pick yourself up and try again. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, Tom Brady, he saw that the news cycle moved on from him. And that killed him inside. These pro athletes, once they start doing the Brett Favre nonsense, I want to be with my family, your kids are grown. Your wife, your model wife has a career. 
She doesn't need you sulking around the mansion. Because, of course, in his return, he talks about the support for his family or from his family. Let's be real. We know that Tom Brady don't give a damn about his family, okay? It's not about his family. Everybody being grown up. Ah, let me just go to the tweet. Yes, the tweet three days ago that rocked the NFL world and upstaged Major League Baseball's return. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa, unfinished business, all caps, L-F-G. And of course, in the media, you know, will Gronk come back? Will Gronk play? It's amazing. Brady also, I know for a fact, this, well, not a fact, in my opinion, I know that Brady had to be upset that the News of his retirement broke before he could announce it. Yeah. Yep. I can only imagine. Of course, he says that the king, the chosen one, we are all witnesses to his greatness, LeBron James. He said that King James, it, excuse me, convinced him to unretire. He said, oh, nope, sorry, that's a fake one. Fake news, fake news. Disregard that. I'm all over the place, but that's okay. I'm back on the scene. I got to get my podcast voice ready. But yeah, to me, Tom Brady, the greatest cheater in NFL history, he slightly tarnished his legacy pulling this Brett Favre nonsense. There's even memes of him saying F them kids about him retiring for two months. Let me correct myself. I had said four to six weeks. So it was two months. So yeah. And my last podcast was in December. So me and Tom Terrific, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Brady. I guess we got a little something in common. But let's be real. The NFL was upstaged by Tom Brady. Because also, since I am here and back, dealing from the perspective of breaking news, Breaking news that will rock and shock the world. Before Tom Brady ended NFL's week of um, national headlines, we had last Monday Aaron Rodgers, the biggest, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers. What can I say about this man? He's lost four straight championship games. He's snarky, he's snide, he's sarcastic. He's a loser in the playoffs since winning his one and only Super Bowl. I believe he's 7-9 in the playoffs. So yeah, he might be the greatest regular season quarterback in NFL history. Playoff-wise, he's trash, in my opinion. So it was actually last Tuesday, March 8th, that the Green Bay Packers decided to reward Aaron Rodgers' selfish, 
egomaniac behavior, three-year, $150 million deal. For a man that has, on numerous occasions, humiliated them, he announced on NFL Draft Day that he didn't want to be with the Green Bay Packers anymore. How much more embarrassing does that get? Oh, let's not forget, he's also not vaccinated, but yet, you know, white privilege, he talks about things he took to immunize himself while being maskless, dressing up as John Wick last Halloween, violating all of the NFL's protocol, but not receiving the full repercussions of his actions, unlike Antonio Brown, who had a fake vaccination card, they said, which is a federal offense. But, you know, when you play professional sports, you're exempt from the true laws, the laws that govern other people. But then there's a separate law for those in the sports world. Because, again, having a fake vaccination card is a federal offense punishable by what the usual two to five years in jail instead you get Antonio Brown missing a few games unvaccinated super spreader Aaron Rodgers missed what a couple of games but then he had the nerve to have home field advantage against the Niners it snowed and they lost and Aaron Rodgers with a weak flip of the hand, walked off Lambeau Field, not even addressing the fans who were reaching like the sheeple that they are, hoping that Aaron Rodgers would give him a high five on his way through the tunnel. Instead, he had his hands tucked in that little Packers uh, lumbar pack, fanny pack, excuse me. So congratulations to the Green Bay Packers, franchise, organization, fan base. You've been played like a fiddle by a sucker, Aaron Rodgers. How amazing. How truly amazing. So let's see. From what I'm seeing here, supposedly now it's a fi- supposedly now it's a 5-year, 186 million dollar deal. The last two years, you could put an asterisk on it, but he's definitely pocketing $150 million guaranteed. But then what else happened that Tuesday? Russell Wilson was traded to the Denver Broncos, shaking up the NFC West. He is now in the AFC West, and it is looking Locked and loaded in the AFC West. Of course, the media manipulation will have you believe that Russell Wilson was the problem. Despite Pete Carroll not being able to reestablish the defense, not being able to reestablish a consistent, powerful running game. Marshawn Lynch, anyone? How soon we forget? It was Russell Wilson who made the Seattle Seahawks franchise relevant. But of course, 
as I've said on my other social media outlets, which I will say here, that interception at the one-yard line where they lost to the New England Patriots and lost the chance to go back-to-back with the Super Bowl championships will forever haunt the Seattle Seahawks because they will never, ever get back to and winning a Super Bowl. Those are facts, of course, in my opinion. Because Russell Wilson was that franchise. Russell Wilson held it down. And Seattle said, you know what? We're just going to part ways. And I really hate these Photoshop pictures of him in the Denver Broncos jersey. That is just terrible. Wait to the press conference where he's really holding up a jersey. So yes, Russell Wilson and wife Sierra are now a part of the Denver Broncos. It will truly be a new era out there in the AFC West. But the competition is going to be heavy. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm on his account on Twitter. At dang Russell Wilson, him and Sierra already rocking the orange. Oh boy, this should be interesting. Let it also be noted that Russell Wilson will be the shortest starting quarterback in the history of the Denver Broncos. Yes, in the Denver Broncos. Very interesting. And of course, uh, also Bobby Wagner, he was released. So that's it. There's the Super Bowl era in Seattle has officially been closed. I know Russell Wilson is going to do the damn thing. But on the other side, being a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, there is nothing good to look forward to. Supposedly, the ignorant matches in the sheeple. We're saying Aaron Rodgers to the Steelers, not happening. Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. Crazy times. Oh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, who had two chances to get the Colts to a playoff spot. He's been shipped out. He returns back to the NFC East. He will be playing for the Washington Commanders. That should be good. New name, new outfits. But Carson Wentz, he's a dud. He's trash. He got injured. Nick Foles led the Eagles to their first and only Super Bowl, and he couldn't even replicate the magic. So since I'm still talking about NFL and NFL news, let's also talk about Deshaun Watson. Cleared of the criminal charges. The Texans are looking to move him. Where will he go? I know he won't be going to Pittsburgh because I'm not hearing anything about them being in the running. I keep hearing about the Panthers. Oh, boy. I am definitely very afraid being a Steeler fan because, uh, yeah, it's not looking good. So who do we have here for Deshaun Watson? Panthers, Saints, Browns, and Falcons 
Oh, and yes, let's not forget, the Browns have taken an interest, and suddenly, Baker Mayfield is crying on Instagram how he's going to miss the fans of Cleveland and how much they've meant to him. Oh, boy. Talk about jumping overboard. These players act like they don't know what entails being a pro athlete. There is a chance you could be cut, released, or traded. I will give props, though, to Tua, who was initially on the burner when it was rumored that the Dolphins were interested in him, but he held it down for the season. And Baker Mayfield, he goes crazy. But, you know, Baker did play with, a, am sure, a shoulder injury that would have sidelined a lesser man. Those are facts. But, hey, it's the business. It is the business of the league that, you know, you got to move on and you want to get better. And to think, Baker did beat the Steelers in the playoffs. But, hey, the goal is to get to and win the Super Bowl. Actually, Baker Mayfield is the only Browns quarterback to ever beat the Steelers in the playoffs. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Baker could go to the Colts or something like that. But you gotta, you gotta grow up. Can't be crying about the last four years, life-changing, the memories. He can only control what he can, which is trusting in God's plan throughout this process. Well, hey, maybe if he had found a way to get the ball to OBJ, right? Super Bowl-winning wide receiver with the LA Rams, maybe things could have been different. Ah, uh, yes, what does he have to say? I just want to say thank you to all, to the fans who truly embraced who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with this city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story, and we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have in our lives. Well, you know, he did have those commercials, right, where the stadium was literally his home. But who knows, if they could get him to the Colts, I mean, like, never know. The Colts have a running game. They have a defense. Yeah, I'm knocking it out the park right now with this NFL talk. So I would like to thank Tom Brady for making it possible, for bringing me out of podcast retirement. Oh, but there's one thing left, though. There's one thing that I do want to check out from the egomaniac who will not let the next generation take over. It's a new day. It's a new era. The Rams got the job done. Stafford finally won a Super Bowl. And I'm sure that alone probably killed Tom Brady. Killed him. Look at Matthew Stafford finally winning a Super Bowl, right? All the years. What was the knock on Matthew Stafford? If you give him a real team... He can show you that he's a winner. And he got his first Super Bowl. 
and Tom Brady sitting at home with seven of them just couldn't say goodbye. So now he becomes a flip-flopper like Brett Favre, an egomaniac, upstaging the return of Major League Baseball with his own antics. So look at what we have here for Tom Brady when he returns in 2022. Early predictions. He'll be playing Aaron Rodgers. Of course, this will be Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in Tampa, Mahomes in Tampa, Joe Burrow in Tampa, Lamar Jackson in Tampa, Matthew Stafford in Tampa, Kyler Murray in Arizona, Dak Prescott in Dallas. Welcome back, Tom Brady. Welcome back indeed. And I hope the return... No, let me not hope because that would make me come across as a hater. And I'm not. I respect the sports history, but I will not acknowledge never in this lifetime, so long as I walk the earth, I will not acknowledge Tom Brady as the GOAT of the NFL. To me, that will now and forever be Joe Montana. And let us not forget, before I go, that always, no matter what you think of him, just remember that Eli Manning, former quarterback of the New York Giants, denied Tom Brady two Super Bowls. I will honestly end this by saying that surely, in my opinion, deserves deserves to be the reason why he should be in the Hall of Fame. Until next time, Lex Anderson, signing out.